April's been a busy month for not only myself and wrestlers with experience, but for the whole of professional wrestling in general. Not only just the whole of professional wrestling in general, but for New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Elite Wrestling, AEW, World Wrestling Entertainment, Impact Wrestling, the whole damn shebang bang <clears throat> But to get things started, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mark Morell. I'm quite sure some of y'all missed this melodious voice of mine. And if not, y'all lying. I am one half of the most illustrious tag team of the motherfucking universe, microverse, and everything in between. Sorry, I'm feeling a little jumpy and froggy. It's been some time. I had some things that I was dealing with, setups that I had to change um, for my work base. And of course, with Dietrich Davis, we are wrestlers with experience. You heard the last two episodes Dietrich Davis brought out, and um, they were banging. They were firecrackers. They were definitely good. So keep tuning in. We thank you for tuning in and to listening to our product. And we're going to continue to give you nothing more but the best. So let's talk about this busy month of April. As April is winding down to a close, we have seen new champions crowned damn near everywhere. But I'm going to focus with the crowning of the new NWA national heavyweight champion, Chris Masters former WWE tag team champion, a guy who I think at the time WWE really didn't give a lot of credit to as far as like opportunities and things of that nature, but he's had a lot of TV time and things of that nature. He beat Trevor Murdoch, Trevor Murdoch, to become the NWA national champion on their um, pay-per-view a couple of weeks ago. So he ended up winning the national title this is his i believe his first singles title in his illustrious career you know it's funny i always say that a wrestler has an illustrious career but i'm just gonna say i'm gonna take that back i'm not gonna say illustrious i'm gonna say that he won his first singles title in his career i think that's better because to have an illustrious career you have to have something that means you're you've done something that makes you illustrious but I'm not raining on no one's parade, but shout out to um, Chris Masters to winning the NWA uh, National Heavyweight title. <clears throat> the belt's been around since um, 2019, 2018-2019 uh, when the NWA came back into um, full form. And they have been doing pretty well with that. But the belt, of course, goes back many, many years because it was technically... <clears throat> It's secondary um, mid-card title as a regional championship throughout the original uh, Jim Crocker promotions throughout the 70s. So it's back in prominence right now. So uh, congratulations to uh, Chris Masters on capturing the national heavyweight title. So now, also while we're at it, I want to give a shout out to Jazz for making her um, her retirement. Um at one of the last impact shows prior to the pay-per-view, which changed the changed the world recently. But we're gonna get into <clears throat> what's been going on in um New Japan for the last month. Like I said, I've been busy taking care of a whole bunch of things, but to get into it, everybody knows that there has been a new world heavyweight champion crowned in New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's Will Ospreay. And 
everyone has seen the brand new World Heavyweight Championship belt, which a lot of people are 50-50 on. A lot of people like it. A lot of people don't. Personally, my thing is, let's see what the belt does because it's not the belt that makes the man. It's the man that makes the belt. A lot of people don't like it because they're so caught up in the 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 the, the memory of the fourth generation belt. But I say, who gives a damn? A belt's a championship belt. It is what it is. The honor and the history and the lineage of the titles are together. Let it rock. You guys need to stop being marks and uber fans and crying all over your spilled milk. Let's just call it a day. Let the man defend the title. Uh, his first title defense, Will Ospreay, um, as champion after he defeated Kota Ibushi. His first title defense will be coming up actually in a couple of days. He'll be defending the World Heavyweight Championship against Shingo Takagi, and I'm looking forward to that match. It is the rematch from the New Japan Cup where Osprey ended up winning to become the number one challenger for the title. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that one goes. So let's talk about Sakura Genesis. Briefly, I'm going to give you some of the results for those who did not see it. Or those who did, you can always tune in to New Japan World to check it out. You had the six-man tag where you had uh, Doki, Zack Sabre Jr., and Tai Chi defeating um, the Gorillas of Destiny and Jado in the uh, six-man tag team opener with the European Clutch, <clears throat> granting them the opportunity to get a crack at the tag team titles. Then we had a, ourselves a 10-man um, <clears throat> tag match. We had Chaos, the team of Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Goto, Yano Toru, and Kazuchika Okada versus Bullet Club, uh, Dick Togo, Taji Shimori, Yujiro Takahashi, Kenta, and Evil. There's a lot going on here because as this was going on, you had uh, Kenta, Taji Shimori, and um, Yujiro Takahashi going after the Never Six Man Tag Team titles. You had Evil going after Yano Toru, um, challenging him for the provisional uh, King of Pro Wrestling title, and Okada kind of floating around doing what he's doing, looking to get back on top in the heavyweight title picture. Chaos defeated uh, Bullet Club with the Urakasume, or the Schoolboy, by um, Yano Toru over in Dick Togo. You had... Uh, the United Empire, the team of Aaron Hanare, who just happened to be the mystery partner for um, the United Empire to take on Sonata, Shingo Takagi, and Tatsuya Naito in a six-man tag match. And it was Aaron Hanare who got the pinfall on Sonata with the Streets of Rage. Aaron Hanare turned heel, joined the United Empire. He's the fourth member. So um, we're going to see where things go with him. They're going to set up a, I believe they're setting up a singles match with him and Sonata. And of course, you know, Naito is taking on the one and only Great Okan in singles action. Nice story angle building up with them guys. And of course, Shingo's going after the World Heavyweight title. And Jeff Cobb is uh, kind of floating around until he gets his, uh, his mitts on some stuff. Then we had Satoshi Kojima. And we had Hiroshi Tanahashi, the never openweight champion, who beat Shingo not too long ago, defeat Bad Luck Fale and Jay White with the high fly flow on Bad Luck Fale to get the win. That's setting up for their singles match um, real soon, Jay White and um, Tanahashi for the never title. And then we had the returning Yo 
and show Rapongi 3K defeating Yoshinobu Kanemaru and El Desperado in their first defense as the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. Rapongi 3K regained the titles, and now Yo is looking to get an opportunity at El Desperado and his Junior Heavyweight title. And of course, like I mentioned, Will Ospreay defeating Kota Ibushi in his first title defense to win the World Heavyweight title. Now, we also recently had the New Japan Cup USA take place, and we got ourselves not only a brand new New Japan USA um, Cup champion, but we also crowned the first ever New Japan Strong Openweight champion, and that happened to be Filthy Tom Lawler. Filthy Tom Lawler defeated Brody King, from ROH, one half of the former ROH Tag Team Champions and former NWA World Tag Team Champion in a hellacious bout. It was one hell of a match. Seeing Filthy Tom Lawler, the submission specialist, take out the big man, chopping him down to size so that he can tap him out with not only one, not two, but three Rear naked choke holds or submission holds. Submission holds. It is a submission hold. Three three rear naked chokes or sleeper holds, as I'm going to call it, to win the New Japan Cup and to also become the open weight champion of New Japan Strong, which is good because New Japan Strong now has a championship outside of the U.S. title that could be defended on this show and... Of course, this open weight title is open to all of the indie guys that are floating around, that are coming in and out of New Japan um, USA. Uh, the New Japan Dojo um, wrestlers can get a shot at this title as well. So it gives them something to compete for. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Filthy Tom Lawler is going to do as the champion. And um, to be honest with you, it's going to be interesting to see what he does. Now, his first challenger, surprisingly enough, his first challenge as um, champion is going to be Chris Dickerson. Crick Dixon, right? He's going to be the one to challenge Filthy Tom of Team Filthy for the championship. Lawler didn't see this one coming. But it seemed like Dickerson just really didn't feel like he belongs and is a part of Team Filthy. But nonetheless, what better way than the start of something fresh and new than to have some kind of internal strife from within. I like that kind of wrestling right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's the mark of pro wrestling when it's all competition and it doesn't matter whether it's your ally, your best friend, your mama, your daddy, or whomever. If they want a shot at your championship, they're going to get it. And I'm glad that as New Japan starts off this Expansion and this buildup of Filthy Tom Lawler. What better way for his first challenge to be nobody but someone in his camp? So that's going to be pretty badass. Now, let's get on to some of the other New Japan stuff that's been going on. We got the Road to Wrestling Dontaku series that has been taking place from the 10th of April all the way up until the 27th of this month. I'm going to bring you some of the results from... I'm going to get right into the results from the 18th. Because most of these were primarily house shows. So we're going to get into it from there. We had the team of Suzuki-Goon 
Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Minoru Suzuki, and El Desperado taking on the team of Rapongi 3K and Tomaki Hanma with Yoshinobu Kanemaru getting the pinfall on Yo with the five-star clutch to get the win. We had Zack Sabre Jr., Taichi, and Doki losing to Jado, Tangaloa, and Tamatanga with um, Jado getting the Cl Clarky Cat on Zack Sabre Jr. to get the wins. <laughs> now, um, what's going on here with this, besides these guys competing for the World Tag Team titles, and I believe that's going to probably take place at either the Tokyo Dome show that's coming up in May, but they got singles matches that they're going to be take they're going to be taking each other on and I know that Jado's looking to take on Doki. Taichi's going to be taking on Tamatanga for the rights to have the Iron Fingers and they and that match will be contested in a ladder match and Tonga Lo and Zack Sabre Jr will have a singles match and if Zack Sabre Jr gets the win over Tonga Loa, they will get a shot at the tag team titles. If Tonga Loa beats Zack Sabre Jr then the Dangerous Techers will never get a shot at the tag team titles ever again. We have Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Goto, Tam, um, Tamatanga, Toriyano, and Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on Gato, Taji Shimori, Yujiro Takahashi, Kenta, and Evil. And it was Hiroki Goto getting the pinfall on Yujiro Takahashi with the GYW to get the win. Now, another interesting dynamic in this is that Kenta has been not only poised to be a part in these, these matches to go after the, the Never Six Man Tag Belts, but he's been looking to go after Yoshihashi's bow staff. And within the weeks leading up to these matches, uh, Yoshihashi did not have possession of the bow staff because Kenta had it, and he was just... Uh, rubbing it in his face, making sure that he would never get that bow staff. But in the end, Yoshihashi did get the bow staff, but Kenta stole it again. In tag team action, you had uh, Bushi teaming up with Shingo Takagi, taking on Will Ospreay and Jeff Cobb. The world champion defeated Bushi with the Stormbreaker in 12 minutes, 41 seconds. Then we had Aaron Hanare and the Great Okan taking on Naito and Sonata in tag team action. 20 minutes and two seconds, we had Aaron Hanari getting the win with the Streets of Rage over on Sonata. Hanari's been on a tear since he's come back as a, as a heel. So you got to give credit what credit is due with that. You know, so that's what's going on there. Uh, let's see here. We got another six-man tag. This is from uh, Road to Wrestling Dantaku. This was on the 20th from Currican Hall. Six-man tag action. We have um, Minoru Suzuki, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and El Desperado taking on Rapongi 3K and Tomaki Hanma. And it was um, Yoshinobu Kanemaru getting the win on show via pinfall in 10 minutes, 38 seconds. We have, in the next bout, we have, again, another six-man tag, the rematch. Jado and the Gorillas of Destiny taking on uh, Dangerous Techers and Doki with Tangaloa getting the pinfall over on Zack Sabre Jr. 12 minutes, 33 seconds with Ape-ish, that sit-down pile driver, 
Then we also have in uh, singles competition, it was a DQ win for Yanotoru and Hiroshi Tanahashi over Evil and Gato. Uh, there was a DQ on Gato, so Tanahashi and Yanotoru got get the win. Now, what's going on with this is that Gato's been uh, filling in for Jay White in uh, these uh, tag matches as of late, these last couple of months. Well, actually, these last couple of weeks. And they have been pretty interesting, which is setting up, like I said, the singles match between Tanahashi versus uh, Jay White. And, of course, Yanotoro will be defending the... K, the King of Pro Wrestling Provisional Championship Trophy against Evil in a blindfold match or a darkness match. So basically, it's a blindfold match where both guys are going to be wrestling with a hood on and the winner will be the winner of that match. We had a eight-man tag. No, four. Yeah, we had an eight-man tag match. We had the whole of um, Los Ingrenobles, Bushi, Sonata, um, Naito Tetsuya and Shingo Takagi taking on Jeff Cobb, Aaron Hanare, the great old Khan, and Will Ospreay. The match went 14 minutes, 41 seconds, with the great old Khan hitting the Eliminator Choke Slam on Bushi to get the win. And for the never six man tag team titles, Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, and Hiroki Goto, Chaos. The tag team champions took on the challengers, Taiji Ishimori, Yujiro Takahashi, and Kenta. Very great match going back and forth. 20 minutes and 14 seconds with the GTR. Yoshihashi, Ishii, and Goto successfully, successfully retained the never six-man tag team titles. So that was the main event for the Road to Wrestling Dontaku on the 20th of April. That was a very good show right there. Uh, let's see here. We're going to get on to the road to wrestling on taco. I'm, I'm skipping because there's a lot going on here and I'm going to get right into what I need to get right into. This is from Monday, the 26th. Uh, this was from Hiroshima Sun Plaza. So this was, uh, out here in Hiroshima, um, Hiroshima. We have, uh, six man tag team action with Minoru Suzuki Yoshinobu Kanemaru and El Desperado taking on Tiger Mask number four, as I like to call them. Tiger Mask, Show and Yo from Rapongi 3K with uh, Tiger getting the pinfall over on Yoshinobu Kanemaru with the jackknife pin, seven minutes and nine seconds. We have um, a DQ finish between uh, Suzuki Goon, Zack Sabre Jr., Tai Chi and Doki, the Dangerous Techers, taking on Jado, Tongaloa, and Tamatanga. The match went to a DQ, 6 minutes, 53 seconds. We have um, a 5-man tag match between Master Wato, Taguchi Ryusuke, Hiroshi Tenzan, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Yanotoro versus Dick Togo, Gato, Taji Shimori, Yujiro Takahashi, and Evil. With uh, Yanotaro getting the pinfall on Dick Togo in 12 minutes, 17 seconds. We have um, a tag team match with Will Ospreay and Jeff Cobb taking on Bushi and Shingo Takagi. With uh, the world champion getting the pinfall on Bushi in 13 minutes, 23 seconds. Still setting up the um, the match between him and uh, Shingo Takagi. And of course, Will Ospreay got the hit 
with the Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker is a fucking powerful move, my dude. Okay, then we got Sonata taking on Heron Hanare. The singles match between these guys. There was a strong buildup between these guys and all these house shows. Great matches between the two guys. But it was Sonata who finally got the pinfall over on Aaron Hanare. 23 minutes and 28 seconds with the moonsault. It was a great match. I highly recommend you guys see this matchup when you have the opportunity to. And then in the main event, we had Tetsuya Naito defeating the great Okan in 27 minutes and 5 seconds with the Destino. Great matchup between these two. Naito's looking to also get back into the championship title picture um, as he's moving forward. So we're going to see how things are going to turn out with that. And before I get into today's um, venture, because the results for the um, Wrestling Sasuma no Kuni show just took place and uh, the results are in. But before we do that, John Moxley issued a challenge and Yuji Nagata accepted the challenge to face uh, John Moxley for the U.S. Heavyweight Title. When and where this match is going to take place, I and I have no idea. But I'm looking forward to seeing this match to see the great Yuji uh, Nagata, former IWGP Heavyweight Champion, AWA Heavyweight Champion, NOAA Heavyweight Champion, and I believe um, All Japan Triple Crown Champion and tag team champion um, on numerous times to take on John Moxley, the current IWGP US champion and former uh, Grand Slam winner in the WWE. Everybody knows that. And former AEW world champion. So we're going to see how that's going to go. So I'm looking forward to seeing that match because Moxley wants to test the skills. And Nagata has stated in the past that he wants to be an IWGP champion before he retires. And if he can manage to get his hands on the U.S. Championship. Then he has accomplished his mission. So now let's get to the results for Wrestling Satsuma no Kune. From Kagoshima, Japan. And here we have in the first match. We have Gabriel Kidd and Tiger Mask. Teaming up against Yuya Emura and Yoda Suji. With uh, the Boston Crab being applied. With... um. Gabriel Kidd getting the win. We had the, uh, in 8 minutes and 48 seconds, we had Doki, Zack Sabre Jr., and uh, Taichi taking on Jado, Tangaloa, and Tamatanga in six-man tag team action. The match was 7 minutes 53 seconds. Typical six-man tag team match between the LIJ, t- I mean, excuse me, the Suzuki-Goon team and the, Chaos- and the Bullet Club team. And um, the match went to a DQ. Seven minutes, 53 seconds. With uh, the DQ win going to the Bullet Club. And in six-man tag team action, we have Master Wato, uh, Taguchi Ryusuke, and the Never Openweight Champion, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, going up against Gato, Taji Ishimori, and Yujiro Takahashi. Great matchup, nine minutes, 35 seconds. It was Tanahashi getting the submission hold, the Texas Clover hold on Taji Ishimori to get the, I mean, on Gato to get the win. I don't know why I said Taji Ishimori. This is where my mind is. Um, Gato taps out to the Texas Cobra hold. Again, this is setting up for the encounter between Tanahashi 
and Jay White. So nine minutes, 35 seconds. Your winners, Master Wato, Taguchi Ryusuke, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. In eight-man tag team competition, LIJ losing to the United Empire in tag team action with Jeff Cobb getting the pinfall over Bushi. 12 minutes and 15 seconds with the Tour to Islands. Uh, great matchup between these um, this team, these two teams here. Very exciting uh, matches between them. So, you know, you can never go wrong with that. So that's how that goes down. Um, and again, this is still setting up for Will Ospreay, the world champion, to um, go up against Shingo Takagi in these uh, preview matches. So it's going to be pretty damn good to see how that goes. And now, um, we also have here the results for the King of Pro Wrestling 2021 Provisional Creation of Darkness Blindfold Match. It was Yano Toru retaining the KOPW Championship against Evil uh, using a schoolboy to pin uh, the former IWGP uh, Double Crown Champion with the schoolboy to retain the trophy. So now, as the trophy goes on, we're wondering who's probably going to be next to get a crack at um, Yano Toru. Yano Toru has really been on fire since winning the uh, KOPW Championship last year. Um, he won the belt. If he, I mean, excuse me. He won the trophy, if you don't remember, at the uh, baseball stadium show um, against uh, Bushi, against... Uh, I think Sonata was involved in a match. Okada was involved in a match. And El Desperado was involved in a match. Um, what's interesting is, is that Yano Toru, he pinned um, Okada to win the belt. I mean, the, the trophy. I don't know why I keep saying um, belt and trophy, but it's the championship anyway. But um, he's held on to the title, and he's successfully defended the title all the way up until Wrestle Kingdom, where... Um, he won the battle world to get in place to go after the new championship well, the new championship trophy. And Yano Toro has been on a tear, uh, beating Chase Owens, retaining against Chase Owens, defeating Fale, I believe. And now just defeating, um, evil, the former double champion. So, um, that's pretty badass on how that's been. And now the final main event match, you had showing yo, Rapongi 3K defending the IWGP t Junior Tag Team titles against Yoshinobu Kanamaru and El Desperado. The match went 27 minutes and 10 seconds. Strong X was the finish, showing Yo successfully retain the Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles against Suzuki Goon. Now, I want to talk about a couple of things that's going to be interesting. New Japan Pro Wrestling is going to be doing um, two big wrestling shows for the month of May. And those May shows includes a, um, a show at the Tokyo Dome and a show at, um, at, the, at, at the baseball stadium. I forgot the name of the baseball stadium, but it's the same place where Naito regained the double crown. Oh, I want to talk, before we do that... Um, I need to discuss Finjuice. Now, there's a silent name that you hadn't heard for quite some while out of my melodious tones. Finjuice have been the Impact Wrestling World Tag Team Champions. 
Um, they defeated the former tag team champions, the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and uh, Luke Gallows, to win those titles in their first title defense since winning the belts at the Rebellion pay-per-view where history has been made. Finjuice retained the tag team titles, defeating the Bullet Club, the Super Elite, to hold on to those tag team titles. And um, we'll be able to see how that's going to go on. So if you're watching everything on Impact Wrestling, you'll see highlights of that, or you can check out everything on Fight TV and whatever. But if you if you subscribe to New Japan World, you will see this um this matchup in full on the on the site so let's go to the wrestling duntaku night one preview um let's see what we got going on here we have these big big matches haha <laughs> yes a lot of big matches I'm going to give you a preview of so-and-so. The main event for May 3rd, Wrestling Dantaku Night 1. Um, It is going to be uh taking place at the... Let's see where it says. It's going to be taking place in Fukuoka. So what's going to go down is your main event. Tanahashi versus Jay White for the Never Open Way title. Um, the singles record between the two guys is four and two, with Jay White getting uh, four victories over Tanahashi's two. So um, this is going to be some pretty huge stuff here. The main event of the evening will see Tanahashi attempt to defend his second um, his his second defense of the Never Openweight title against the first time challenger Switchblade Jay White. Tanahashi secured the belt back on January 30th at New Beginning in Nagoya with the instant classic in a war of words with Shingo Takagi. Tanahashi gained a newfound respect for the Never title. Never seen, no longer seeing the open title as a means to the IWGP World Championship, but rather as a goal in itself to make it equal to the IWGP World Heavyweight title. Tanahashi has set this new goal for himself, electing to carry the belt over his shoulder before deeming himself worthy of wearing it around his waist. Tanahashi declares that he would take on more and more newsworthy opponents in more and more main events. For a newsworthy opponent, Jay White is certainly that in a main event-worthy challenger. The switchblade is driven by the opportunity to compete for a championship grand slam consisting of the Never, the IWGP US, the IWGP Heavyweight, and the Intercontinental title, and cement his legacy in the process of doing this while still in his 20s. While... White has stated that this win over Tanahashi during the cup, his fourth victory over the ace was qualification enough. Tanahashi refused to challenge him until a submission win over the switchblade at Secure Genesis gave him the confidence to put the belt up for grabs. Now, this might seem like it may be a trap. However, Tanahashi threw himself on the road to Dantaku Tour, wrestling night after night in tag matches against Gato. The blacksmith's charge has been giving him time to rest, to train and prepare, and that should not be undervalued. Added to the lopsided victory between these two men, with Tanahashi's last singles win over Jay White coming in October 2018, and the champion would be coming into this match as the underdog as the odd makers are concerned. Tanahashi does not have the best history at wrestling Duntaku either, having not winning the championship there 
the championship match there in 2011 and with 2013's formation of the Bullet Club, his violent expense still lingering in that memory. Yet the resolve and the determination of the ace cannot be ignored and Tanahashi will be more determined than ever to, to, demand, to vanquish the spirits of that mat of those past nights. Then you have the Iron Fingers from Hell ladder match, Tai Chi versus Tamatanga. One must retrieve the Iron Fingers from Hell to win the match. The Iron Fingers will be then retired thereafter. So since Izakaya had um, retired from wrestling several years ago, he gave the Iron Fingers to uh, Tai Chi to hold on to, and he's been carrying it with him night after night. As Bullet Club celebrates the, their eighth year anniversary at Wrestling Duntaku, so Suzuki Gun marks the ten years with these events. It's appropriate that the founders of the members, the founding members of each faction, should collide in this ladder match, or attached to the ceiling at least. The semi-main event of this evening will have the second ever ladder match in New Japan history, in the first since Dominion, where Mike Elgin and Kenny Omega battled over the IWGP Intercontinental Title. This time, it's not gold, but it's the Iron Fingers of Hell. The Iron Fingers was last was the last item left behind by Takashi Izukiya when he retired in 2019. Taichi took hold of these fingers and they were imbued with the evil spirit of Izukiya himself, I mean Uzuki himself, using them to gain victory on occasion. Yet at Wrestle Kingdom, they were used against him by Tama Tonga as the Gorillas of Destiny took their seventh IWGP tag team title. Tonga would also leave with the iron fingers as well as the belts, weeks beginning of their taunts until the new beginning in Hiroshima. There, Tai Chi would get his hands on a weapon and use it on a rampage, which led to the DQ loss, with the competitors and the referees at risk. Sakura Genesis saw the Iron Fingers put under the custody of the New Japan officials, and then it was set to be for these guys to fight over in a ladder match. This ladder match will now end the struggles over this mystical item. Whoever wins the Iron Fingers must never use these fingers again, but will it be Tai Chi laying the cursed object to rest, or will it be Tamatanga that will be taunting Tai Chi with those fingers forevermore. I also mentioned earlier on Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tonga Loa. If ZSJ wins, Dangerous Techers gets an opportunity for those tag team titles. If not, they can never challenge for the belts again. This is going to be the first big um, singles match for, Tom, for Tonga Loa in quite some time. For many of you who don't know, Tonga Loa used to wrestle in the, in the WWE as Camacho. And uh, he used to run with uh, uh, goddamn um, one of the um, guys who used to be Sankara in this uh, singles match. This is going to be his first singles match in a while. He usually does singles matches, but this is going to be a big singles match on the main stage against one of the more technically gifted wrestlers in the world in Zack Sabre Jr. And um, as stated, if they get the win, if either man gets the win, Zack Sabre will get a crack at the tag team belts along with Tai Chi. Or if Tonga Lua wins, Dangerous Techers will never get a crack at the IWGP Tag Team Championships. And now it will be time for other tag teams to step up and to go after the Gorillas of Destinies for the tag team belts. Now it depends on who's going to become the tag teams um, to go after those belts. I mean, because you got, you still got Chaos, you got LIJ. You got um, the United Empire, you know, um, so and you also got Hontai as well. So you never know who's going to come out of the woodworks. Then, of course, we got the the eight man tag, Los Ingrenobles de Japón versus 
the United Empire and tag team action. We all know where that's going to go. And then we have the six man tag with um, Chaos taking on uh, Suzuki Gun. So that's going to be very interesting to see how this is going to turn out. Where we have Shoyo and Kazuchika Okada versus Minoru Suzuki, who's still looming in the picture for the championships. And um, El Desperado and Yoshinobu Katamaru. This is also but a preview match for um show and Kanamaru, I mean excuse me um El Desperado for the junior heavyweight title and then we have um another eight man tag match where we have Bullet Club, Dick Togo, Taji Shimori, Ivu and Yujiro Takahashi teaming up with um taking on Yano Toru, Hiroshi Tenzan, Master Wato and Tiger Mask that's going to be a very interesting bout as well. So there we have it, folks. Um, Wrestling Duntaku, uh, that was night one. Let me give you the previews for night two. Forgot about that. Can't talk about Wrestling Duntaku without what's going on here at um, Fukuoka. Two nights at Fukuoka. You gotta, gotta love that. So now we have the main event. Will Ospreay defending the World Heavyweight Championship against Shingo Takagi. This will be his first title defense, winning the title, with uh, Will Ospreay having two wins over um, Shingo Takagi. In the main event of night two of Wrestling Tataku, the IWGP world title will be up for grabs as Shingo Takagi clashes with Will Ospreay for the fourth time in their respective careers. Going back to 2004, Takagi made his debut in the town of Fukuoka. 17 years later, this would be the site of him reaching the very pinnacle of the profession that he devoted his life to. Yet, while Osprey shares the same devotion, a devotion mixed with take no prisoners attitude that has seen it becomes the first Briton to win the world heavyweight title in New Japan pro wrestling history. That gold championship that he won from Kota Ibushi came after defeating Shiko Takagi in the finals of the New Japan Cup. It was then perhaps understandable that Osprey would initially call out Okada as his first challenger, hoping that the Commonwealth Kingpin can avenge the ghost of Wrestle Kingdom 15 in his high-profile match where he lost to the Rainmaker. Although Takagi didn't beat the current champ in the final, you know, um, in the finals of the Cup, he was able to defeat the man who beat the champ. Ah. That's some shit right there. Shingo also came out and just like got into the got in between the interview and said, "Listen, Okada, just go take a seat for a second. I'm going after the belt. I'm getting the opportunity, and when I win, I will call you out to challenge you." But Shingo's victory over Okada in the first round was the reason enough that he stated to be put in the front of the line of the contenders. Osprey consented, but qu realized quickly that he could not afford to look past his opponent that night. Takagi went over. Over, overwent the draw of hell of the, New, of the New Japan Cup, exclusively battling tournament winners en route to the finals. And his only fault was being so confident that he was thinking more of the Ryo Goku title match that lay before him beyond the tournament in the finals. Takagi had been left in a red position after the New Japan Cup, defeated and humbled. That's a position that the Dragon does not relish and will be eager to make Osprey eager to make Osprey experience can he level the score on osprey that night and take the richest prize in wrestling now that's going to be a good match between these guys i like watching both osprey and i like watching takagi wrestle inside that ring they're going to tear the house down so i guarantee you that as you watch this you're going to love this match too it's going to be up there then like i mentioned we have the junior heavyweight title 
as uh, Yo from Rapongi 3K, one half of the Junior Tag Team Champions, taking on El Desperado. The IWGP Junior title will be on the line in the semi-main event as El Desperado has carried a lot of hatred for Yo for years now. But this remaining that, that this is going to be their first singles match since um, Rapongi 3K has been back from excursion. While Desperado and Kanemaru have maintained a three-year hold with the three-year-long tag team feud, um, Desperado has continually critiqued show and more specifically Yo. And emotionally distance and a lack of fire from Yo is something Desperado has constantly slammed this challenger for in the press. But in the ring, Yo's strategic acumen helped Rapongi 3K to a share of successes against Suzuki Gun's tandem of Desperado and Yoshinabu Kanemaru. Be it the five-star clutch or the impactful drive, Yo has an a variety of moves at his disposal that can easily upset a champion that's in danger of looking past his competition in Fukuoka. That said, Desperado's time as a single star over the last few months cannot be disputed. The masked man will be looking forward to a convincing victory to set the standard for the junior heavyweight championship and the division as the eyes are looking at him at Wrestling Grand Slam. We have 10-man tag team action. We have Taguchi Ryusuke, Master Wato, Hiroshi Tenzan, Yano Toro, and Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on Evil, Yujiro Takahashi, Dick Togo, Taji Ishimori, and Jay White in 10-man tag team action. That's going to be a good bout. Then we have a six-man tag with the United Empire taking on Los Ingrinolas de Japan. Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. That's going to be a very good one. And then we have uh, in tag team action, we have Yo and we have Sho and Kazuchika Okada taking on Minoru Suzuki and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. That's going to be a very good bout right there, too. And then we have a six man tag once again. The opening bout, you're going to see the Bullet Club, Jado, um, Tangaloa, and Tamatanga take on. Uh, Doki and Dangerous Techers in six-man tag team action. We'll see how all of this stuff is going to pan out from night one and night two. So everything that's going to take place in night two, night one is going to affect everything that's taking place for night two. So that's all the New Japan stuff right there, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get right into that. Jim Ross stated that he would love to see Will Ospreay wrestle for AEW. I want to read that for you guys real quickly. Uh, this is from crediting uh, Marco Revere from uh, Wrestling Inc. On the latest episode of Grilling JR, Jim Ross talked about Will Ospreay becoming IWGP World Champion at the Secure Genesis pay-per-view. Ospreay defeated Kota Ibushi to become the champion, and since then, WWE stars such as AJ Styles, Ricochet, and Drew McIntyre have all commented on the new champion. Ross said he can't believe that he has heard online everyone falling in love with Osprey since he's won the, the New Japan Heavyweight title. JR said he is a great hand and a great wrestler but needs time to improve to prove that he's one of the best. He's the greatest champion in the history of wrestling and no one's better than him. Are you shitting me? Come on. He's a very good hand. I've called some of his matches back in the day. He's very good and very unique. He creates his own style with a lot of the British stuff. I think Osprey is a great talent, but all of a sudden, because he had a fantastic New Japan experience, is he the greatest ever? Is he the greatest New Japan heavyweight champion? It's hard to say so that he's better than Tanahashi. It's hard to say that he's better than Okada or the list of other all of the uh, and the list of all of the luminaries that has held 
the IWGP heavyweight title. And he's talking about, damn it, like 20, 30 years of champions. Um, He's in a good spot, but I think it's a little too early this week to consider him the greatest ever. Ross said he would love to see Osprey come to America and wrestle for AEW. The commentator says that um, AEW will offer more to Osprey than WWE could because they would give him the ability to handle his own creative. I wish he wrestled in AEW. He'd do great here. He's not from here, you know. I know that doesn't mean a lot to him, but he could probably make a lot more money than he's making where he is, I guess. We all know we have creative free. He'd have more creative freedom under Tony Khan if he wrestled for Vince McMahon. I think one of the things that's attractive about our company is that it's ever growing and you have to have a bigger influence on your creative. I know guys here in AEW outlined the whole program and I think it's cool as hell, but it gives some creative release and wrestlers are creative by nature. Very interesting about that. Um, coming from the mouth of Jim Ross that um, Will Ospreay is a great champion, but he still got a way to go. But he would do great in AEW if he was to ever come there. CM Punk responds to the challenge from Will Ospreay. See, that's one of the other things, too. Once Will won the title, he was on a, on a spree talking about, listen, there's a guy I want to take on. He changed the world of wrestling, and I want him to change the world with me. I want to take on CM Punk if he's up to doing it. Punk's reply to Will Ospreay is, is that, He says, I don't want to give people false hope on answering Osprey. But he sure is someone that I've never wrestled before and that interests me a lot. I guess the corporate side of professional wrestling nowadays, that's that. Punk stated that if, let's see if Osprey still has the title at the end of the summer, then maybe we can revisit that question. Hmm. Very interesting about that. And of course, you know, we also had all those uh, latest firings from WWE, and it's a lot of stuff to get into. I'm not going to get into all that, but we all know what's happened there with um with all of the firings and people are wondering where people are going to go, who's going to sign where, who's going to do this, who's going to do that, and what have you. But you just got to wait and see how things turn out. I know stuff has been chaotic in WWE as of late, but that's just what it is. Also, shout out to uh, Bianca Belair. For winning the SmackDown Women's title. Um, Apollo Crews for winning the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. And Bobby Lashley retaining the WWF title, WWE title at WrestleMania against Drew McIntyre. That's how crazy and chaotic that wrestling has been throughout the world, man. So it's like, you got to keep your eye on the sport to see what's happening. But ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mark Knight. I am one half of the most illustrious tag team in all of the multiverses, even in the prime multiverse as well, and oh, everywhere else in between. Goodness so gracious. Later, what am I doing here? I don't know why I did that. No this is some BS. I should not have put that up there. Ignore that. But anyway, tune in to us on your favorite streams, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbeam, CastBox, uh, Deezer, Tuned In, and Podcast Addict. Follow us on our social medias and holla at us. Let us know what you think. If you like this episode, you like these shows, hit us on our social medias. Mark it out morell at facebook.com. Um, XM Nightbuster on Twitter, Instagram, M double 44. Did you Davis on demand on Twitter 
and on Facebook and DDOD, um, team DDOD at gmail.com. If you have questions and comments that you want to leave, please be sure to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's damn near going underneath an hour. I done took up all your time. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Wrestlers Word Experience. I will be back with some more news for you guys. And um, we'll talk to you guys later. Out.